All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Hello, welcome in. Episode 355 of The Real Life Podcast. I'm back. Who are you? Wow. We're brought to you by the HGA Group. I'm surprised I remember that. It's what been what episode number is it, Tyler? Because th- I didn't know. 355 is what uh, we're on. I was in like the 380, 390 range. I guessed each episode. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Um, I'm back though, which is nice, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how if were if things, you're into that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. How were things while I was gone? Did everything stay on the rails? Uh probably not. What we learned is that life goes on without you. Yes, certainly does. <laughs> <laughs> We were able to. That's alarming for me. (laughs) Uh No, honestly, there's uh, you being gone dumped a lot of shit on my plate, and I didn't like it. So, welcome back. And I had to host a podcast, and I was not comfortable with it. Yeah, I I think I think I had to host. It should have been Bagwell. Bagwell actually knows how to host things. And then just like where we're at right now, behind the scenes, it's just busy. Oh yeah, I was on fire behind the scenes. Yeah, but. Um, things Great are great time to take a vacation. The perfect time. That's to yeah, be fair. Fire, fire, rim chug leaves. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, one, it was supposed to be the Olympics. Sees break. the rest of us running at the fire with pails of water, and yeah. that's all we got. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed to be the Olympic break, and I was putting in half days still. So it was only a half vacation. I was still doing the giant pregame show and still doing the daily faceoff show. Mm-hmm. So I didn't totally bail on everyone. I just <laughs> bailed a little on some people. As long as you acknowledge the bail. Yeah. And you left us on our own. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tough week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we got through it. 
I had a great time. I'm glad oh, you did. Yes. Well, yeah, we need to unpack your great times because you actually, with the little time that you did devote to work, you did do some interesting things. Yeah. So, uh, the trip to Vegas, um, I talked about on Oilers Nation radio, my terrible travel day, which was definitely self-inflicted. Um, when I Why, went to the, because you're hungover. Oh geez. Yeah. That was, wow. That was on me. Yes. Two, yes, two MGMs, was. you know? Damn it. Wow. Just I thought that rookie, 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 rookie. <laughs> um, <laughs> the fun stuff in Vegas was that I did pretty well playing blackjack, which is good. Oh, it's um, always good. So that was, did you make some table friends. Table uh, friends are the best. Oh, oh do best. you want to hear the best table friend story? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then I'll get to the fun work stuff that I did. Um, so I sit down at this blackjack table the day I'm leaving on Sunday. Cause my flight was until six o'clock. I had nothing else to do. Yeah. Sit next to this gentleman and he, you know, I'd say late. just go for a walk and enjoy your last. I did do that as well. well I went to top tables. golfing by myself. Okay. Fair. Um, Are you a step tracker? Cause that's how I like to look. I should have. Yeah. Cause I was cruising a lot. Any elevators? No, didn't uh, only up to my hotel room. Okay. Fair. Um, so I sit down at this blackjack okay. table and this guy late thirties, early forties is sitting next to me and he goes, Hey, just a heads up. Like, I don't really know what I'm doing. So I don't play by the book. So like, if you're going to play, you can't get mad at me. And I was like, <laughs> man, I don't care. Um, so I sit down anyways. <laughs> then he hits on 17 you're like, fuck you. He, he was doing some stuff like that, but I didn't give a shit. We were both winning. Um, so I sit down, we're playing and he was like, ah, like you in town for the all-star game. Cause I was wearing an Oilers mask. And I was like, yeah, I'm in town actually covering it. Like I, I do like podcasts and stuff. Oh yeah. It's and he's it, flexing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and he was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I watched the game and he was like, I'm staying in town. I'm going to go to the pro bowl as well. Just came to make a weekend out of it. Blah, blah. I'm like, oh, you're a football fan. And he goes, yeah, well, I'm from Buffalo. And I was like, oh, hell yeah, my guy. Friendship. Like, go Bills. Let's go. So we got into the Bills a little bit, talked about that. He's an attorney up in Buffalo, has yeah. like his own so you have little legal representation next yep. time we go to a game. Yep. So we're sitting there trying. He's like, oh, like, do you travel the States a lot? And I'm like, yeah, like, yes and no, kind of. Um, but I was like, but next summer, my girlfriend and I both agreed we're going to catch a Bills game in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And this guy was probably like, around traded line. <laughs> yeah, free yeah. agency is what yeah. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going to catch a game in Buffalo. And he goes, and we'd played blackjack 30, 45 minutes. Conversation was flowing. We we're getting along. And he goes, Oh, well, like with my law firm, I have a box. Oh boy. And he was like, let me know when you come up. And I think he said like his brother owns a casino or runs a casino and has a hotel too. The last thing you need is a <laughs> person that owns a casino in your life. <laughs> so anyways, uh, I have his name. I have his full contact info. And he was like, when you come up, let me know. He was like, I got a suite. You can come. I'll let, I'll let you in the suite. You can come enjoy the game with me. Oh, wow. wow. I was like, this is the you best. You have Make to moves. cash in on that. You of have course. to cash in. Yeah. Of course. Anyways, Amber was very excited when I told her too, but that was my best table friend. I also ended up playing, playing blackjack with a guy who, uh, one of the writers for NHL.com. We got along great. Okay. Had a good time playing blackjack. That, that was at blackjack well. tables? Yeah. I find that the best table friends craps. are when you're playing craps. Oh, because everyone's... Like you're, in on the same, you're, you're playing the same hand. Yep. Do yeah. you play any craps? What else do you play? Just blackjack. A little bit of roulette. Oh. Mm. I guess roulette's craps. okay. I, I just, didn't really have anyone I to love gamble the juice with. Yeah, you got, you got to go, you got, yeah, you, you got to go to craps with a bit of a squad. I guess you don't. If you got a hot table, then you're best friends yep. with everyone immediately, but it is nice to go with a squad. Squad wins nice. Absolutely. Winning with your squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I made a couple of table friends. Um, Todd being the most exciting one. Um, and yeah, it was good. And the work stuff. So like get there and Thursday, like my, I went to bed super early every night, um, except for the last night where I went out at a little bit, but the first day wake up, 
did a daily face-off show, all that good stuff. Went and shot a couple of videos out at the Bellagio. How was it hanging out with uh, Burnside and McKenna? Oh, good. Great guys. Um, Scott Burnside loves his dive bars, which isn't really my crowd. Um, and Mike McKenna is just a great dude to hang out with. So I saw that Burnside really enjoyed MGK. Oh, so we're sitting there. MGK is playing at the All-Star game and Scott Burnside, who I'd say, you know, early fifties or whatever, he's sitting there tapping his feet and like bobbing his head. And I was like, oh man, he was like the only one on the press row, like reacting at all to this. Um, so Thursday was normal. Friday did the daily face-off show. And then there was like a media event, right? So that you go into like this conference kind of ballroom in uh, the hotel. I forget what it's called. The Waldorf. It's one of the fancy ones there. Mm -hmm. It's where they were putting up all the players. So in this room, there was like three, seven, 10 booths and players were scheduled in 15 minute intervals to come sit in the booth. And then you could just go to whatever player you wanted to at that moment. And it was just a free for all, like however many media were standing in front of them, like Zegris had a huge crowd. And then there was a point where Jordan Cairo came up and I was just checking my phone in front of a booth and Cairo like walks in and starts to do his availability and there's no one there. It's just me. So I like kind of looked at him and looked away and then I was like, Oh boy, this is kind of awkward. Like no one's here to ask Jordan Cairo any questions. So I ended up chatting with Jordan. Fastest Kyrou skater, bit. Jordan Cairo. Yeah. Yes. Um, like, hey, are you Jordan Cairo? Was that your first question? Yeah. <laughs> um, but there were the weird part. So it was all like, you know, professional media, right? And then there was these two guys, I think from Boston, who were just like mid twenties, backwards hats on and t-shirts roaming around asking players like weird questions, like which one of your teammates would you not let date your daughter? And when everyone else is just like asking, you know, normal media stuff, these two guys like running around with their phones, like filming and like style, that guys. Island boys. Yep. It was really weird. Um, but anyway, so McDavid and Drysaddle were both scheduled to talk at 1045. And I was like, well, why would you put the two teammate like that? Whatever. Drysaddle came up like kind of two or three minutes early. So there was three or four of us gathered around Drysaddle and uh, threw him a, a couple of the other people there, threw him a few questions. And then after a couple of minutes, it was actually about probably six minutes. So we'd gotten through most of what people wanted to ask Drysaddle. McDavid came out a little late. Well, as soon as McDavid came out, everyone goes there. Mm -hmm. And I was just kind of like, oh, it's just me and Leon, which was kind of neat. I ended up asking him like three questions just about how the Oilers were doing. What's the face-to-face like, face, like handsomeness ranking out of, uh, out of. Oh yeah. Yeah. He translates very well from the TV mm -hmm. to real life. Good looking guy. Oh, that's great. Um, so I ended up Good asking him like three questions and then some other reporter. Were you nervous asking him a question or do you not care at this point? No, I didn't really care. I was only nervous because it was just me. And I'm like, oh, this is like, you know, like I really wanted to ask like good questions. And I was nervous because I was like, if I can get something really good here, I'm the only one who has it right now because no one else has their cameras set up on this guy. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it was just kind of generic stuff. Like, you know, what do you think? Because at that point, this was before they fired Tippett yeah. and they were 5-0-1 in their last six. So I was like, oh, like what's kind of leading to the turnaround? What's the vibe in the room? Like when you start to turn it around like this and he just gave me kind of like the low ball cliches. And then I walked over to the McDavid one and there was probably about 15 people gathered around his booth. And there was no like press person directing you. So you just kind of stood there. And right when his answer ended, a few people would like speak up. And then eventually one voice would just kind of be like the last voice standing. So um, what do you got? You got to throw some bows in there. That's yeah. Right. So I was just kind of sitting back and letting everything go up. And then towards the end, I could kind of tell that he was going to wrap up right away. PR guide kind of worked his way back to the side of the table and things went quiet for a couple of seconds. And I was like, I'll chime in with something here. So I asked him the question about who the unsung hero on the Oilers is. 
And he said, that was a good question. And I felt very validated. You also asked a good question to Gary Bettman as well. So the Bettman presser works different. You go to a room inside T-Mobile a couple hours after this, and you just kind of grab a spot, sit down, but there are two like microphone runners on either side of the room. And then at the front, there's a PR guy. And if you want to ask a question, you have to wave him down and then say like either two or one with your fingers. I like point up two or one to let him know how many questions. And Ryan Pike had texted me earlier in the day from Flames Nation. I was like, hey, if you get a chance, can you ask Gary Bettman about the Flames Arena deal? And I was like, okay, sure. But I was also kind of like, you know, being an Oilers guy, I was like, is that like, what kind of stuff are we going to get to with Bettman? Like, is that going to be a big enough thing? Right. I wasn't sure if Bettman would want to talk about the Flames local deal. And as the questions started going with Bettman, it was like, oh yeah, this is certainly a big enough deal considering like he's now fielded seven questions on the Coyotes, one on the Kraken and like how they compare to Vegas. And I was like, that's a weird thing to ask the commissioner, but whatever. So again, I could kind of tell we were wrapping up. The PR guy looked off to the side and kind of tapped his watch to someone who like flashed up how much time they had left. And like my heart started being, I was like, I'm going to do this. Like I got to do it now. And I was like, Oh God, this is on like national TV. This is on Sportsnet. Like shoot your shot. Oh, fuck. So I like nervously like wave my hand up and his eyes like dart over and he points and he was one. And I was like, yeah, one. And then he looked at me, he goes two and he puts up two. And I was like, no one. And he kind of like shakes his head again. And he goes, no two. And I was like, I like kind of shook my head like, okay. And then the microphone runner came over, gave me the mic. And again, she flashes up two to me. And I was like, no one. And she like shakes her head and she goes, no. And I can see she most up in two. And I'm like, oh, I'm up in two questions. I thought the PR guy was telling me I had to ask two. And in my head, I'm freaking out. I'm like, I don't have a follow up to this. Like, what the fuck? Um, and then, yeah, he points to me and I have the mic and I asked Batman the question. And he said it was an important question. So that made me feel good as well. Ryan Pike, very happy with you, I assume. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He is the authority on the arena. So. God, I had to be pumped on that. You're answer. now going to be a chapter in the book. Yeah. Maybe the rem like question. Um, but yeah, Batman gave me like a really good answer on it. He kept looking back like directly at me, which made sense. Yeah, he's keeping tabs. He's like, who's the new meat? Yeah. Just sizing you yep. up. And then Frank told me after, cause Frank was like, your voice kind of cracked. And I went back and listened to it and it definitely didn't. I stuttered a <laughs> Where's little bit. Where's the audio clip? Oh man. Yeah, we need the audio of that. Jeez. Um, I don't, I don't remember your, cause I posted it on, on flames nation social and on DFO and yeah. I don't remember the voice cracking. Is Frank just busting your balls? Yeah, I think Frank was just busting. Frank is a ball buster. I could see it. Um, I absolutely think he was busting your balls as you try to sync your phone now up to the roadcaster with no, with no internet. Yeah. <sighs> we had the Shaw guy here and all of a sudden we can't get yeah, internet can't in the room. Anything. What the heck is going on? Um, you bamboozled us. Well, do you, you don't you need internet for Bluetooth. I know, but I'm trying to get my Instagram to pull up the video. We'll go off the Wi-Fi and just go off data. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I got the pain here. here. I got it somewhere. (laughs) We're vamping. Ah, there we go. Tyler scrolling. Tyler, your Umtruck Daily Face Off. Just wondering if there was a comment on the Calgary Flames Arena deal and maybe some disappointment on how that seemingly fell apart. Yeah. So I was going to say on how that sort of fell apart. And then at the last second, I switched to I switched better word. to seemingly, which yeah, is why word. some disappointment on in a deal and maybe some disappointment on how that so seemingly fell apart. A little yeah. starter, but like um, nothing crazy. Uh, that, that's an important question as well. Thank you, Gary. <sighs> you ask the important questions. That's what you do. Uh, um, so he avoids the grind and, yep. and, and, and does the hard hitting journalism. Yeah. On the odd occasion, he is on the grind. He's yeah. asking good questions. Of so, the yes. I was, as you can imagine, I was flying pretty high. 
leaving that Batman presser because Frank texted me before we talked on the phone and was like, yes, with like six exclamation points. Way to go. Because oh. I got the daily like Tyler Armstrong, daily face off and I got that out there. Um, so I was flying high. I went back to my room and I had bought in some of the nice, fancy American flavors of seltzers. And I had it and I had it. <laughs> they have so many. <laughs> Good for you, man. They yeah, have man. so yeah. many flavors of seltzer down there. Of like White Claw? <laughs> so like White Claw has like two other flavor packs. Ugh. And then Bud Light does like 13 different flavors of some more than that. Because there was the original one. So you got wild. You got lost in the flavor <laughs> yeah. kingdom. Yeah, yeah. They have these Bud Light soda seltzers that just taste like cans of pop. Incredibly dangerous. I was crushing them eventually when I got to Arizona as well. Um, but anyways, I went up to my room and I had a drink. And I was like, God damn, this was a good day. And, and that's then it. I, and then I, went to bed. Probably went to bed. Yeah. 7 PM went to bed. Yeah. Uh, that was only like three o'clock in the afternoon. I went to cover the skills competition after, which was cool to see in person as well. I've never seen a skills competition in person. Mm. I very much, since I get to say it to your face now, I really enjoyed the coverage you did for Oilers nation from the event as well. Yes. I was proud of you. I was, I thought I was good on socials and whatnot. And I made a YouTube video. I just like how you were talking about how it was so exciting for you to cover the skills competition, in the all-star game. I was just proud of you. It was like fun. A, Thank it's you. Like a, it's like a father moment almost. Mm -hmm. A lot of us. Next level content. I'm sure that yeah. upset uh, uh, a certain organization in the city with how good our coverage was. And I'm we excited about it. We did a lot. We were kind of all over it. Yeah. And like, uh, oh, I ran into, uh, you guys will like this. Um, so we're outside the arena after the all-star game. And we were like, hey guys, let's go shoot up. <clears throat> Look at me stuttering on my asses again. Sort of seemly. Um, we're like, Hey, let's go shoot a video outside the rink. So myself, McKenna and Burnside, we walk out and Mike McKenna is a freaking celebrity there. He gets stopped every oh, 10 yeah, steps right. for a photo with people who recognize him from the TV broadcast. Um, so we're walking out and this, you know, tall guy comes over and is like McKenna oh, and they're chatting. I look, I'm like, Oh fuck. That's Cam Hughes. Like the cheer guy, Cam Cheers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he chat and then McKenna's talking to some other people and he turns around and he's like, Hey, I'm Cam. Nice to meet you. And I was like, Cam, you were on our podcast. I'm from Oilers Nation. And then he kind of like, I think he had a little bit to drink, but he kind of was like, oh my God, it is you. And oh, he had, yeah, oh, he had yeah. DM me like six weeks prior to that. And was like, next time you're in Vegas, let's get drinks. And I was like, okay. And we had a great chat about Oilers Nation and all that. And he was like, we should talk again soon. Let's do a podcast, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hell yeah, man. So we should have him back on. Just to, sure. I, I'd be curious to know how life has changed in the... COVID fans are back or if it hasn't. Oh, he's just been focusing on the American. Like you're, are you allowed, still allowed to throw 10 sweaty tees out or, States, has been, oh yeah. or do they have to be bagged an hour or something no rules down there? Hell yeah. yeah. They prefer if you lick the tee mm -hmm. first before you pass it. <laughs> it's kind of the vibe I got watching the Super Bowl yesterday or the waste management open. Holy, <sighs> that was just, that is just, that is like that, that is the biggest party of the year. It is like the biggest, like the, you, 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 Watch social and it's 10 a.m. and it's just photos of guys passed out all over the place. Also, while we're on the topic of waste management, what are they throwing on 16? Like it's beers, but like surely those aren't like metal beer cans, right? Oh. How are more people not getting hurt? Oh, I don't are they like plastic beer cups? <laughs> I just don't foam. I Google it, but I can't. Mm. <laughs> Fair enough. No internet. Yep. Anyway, it's a grind today. Um, so I eventually, yeah, I had my last day in Vegas was Sunday and McKenna and Burnside both flew out at like 8 a.m. Um, that's a grind. Yeah, that's a, that's McKenna a and fun. I still went out a little bit though. We went to a few different bars. We saw an NHL forward. Um, 
NHL All-Star playing the fake ponies in a casino. Yes. Oh, nice. The ponies. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Nation Dan. Yeah. Um, that was good. I sent it in the Owen radio group chat. You did. Um, I talked about fake ponies last week. Yeah. So he, he was sitting there just sitting playing the fake ponies. Then he walked over to the Such bar. Such a make- funny game to settle into. Yeah, it is. Right. Especially when like you make gobs of money to like just be sitting there and be like, I'm going to play the hey, little fake yeah, ponies. It's fun. Yeah, sure. And like it's it. entertainment no matter how rich yeah. you are, I guess. Um, and he came over and he drank Bud Lights. Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's standard like standard protocol. Yeah. Go down easy. Uh, yeah. You have 22 of those if you want. <laughs> Allegedly. Or 22 yeah, yeah. of some of these American flavors of seltzers. <laughs> oh, God. Danger. Like a bouquet of flavors to quote Jason Strudwick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Sunday I woke up and I went for a nice morning walk around the strip. And then cantina daytime. Yeah, I got cantina. It, yeah, daytime cantina. That was a weird call by you. And you uh, didn't even get a mark. Hey, no. Cause again, I still had work to do. Like it was lunch in between like some work stuff. So I didn't want to like get lit up. Mm. Um, those but, late night margs and tacos though, they go down real nice. Oh yeah. I, I do kind of regret not doing it, but my bedtimes were so early every night. I was out by like, whatever it was nine o'clock the first night, 10, the second <laughs> night, 11, the third night. Oh, third night. Oh, that's the 11s when you went for it. No. And then the fourth night, was the night where I kind of went for it and I didn't get to bed till like 2 a.m. Oh man, yeah, that's stressful. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you make it down to Fremont? No, didn't make it to Fremont. Burnside wanted me to go to a dive bar with him there. Um, but I was like, Fremont, eh, that's, really that's where it's at. That's good Vegas down you gotta, You gotta, I know you were working, so yeah, yeah. it's a little bit more difficult mm-hmm. because Fremont is like far away. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's a trek. It's a hike. You had, you had the cab or Uber there, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, you're hauling on a freeway for like 20 minutes to get there. <laughs> yeah. But it when you weird. get there, magic happens. Oh, it, yeah. it, it sure does. And it's easier those. on the wallet too. When you hit those tables. Way easier. Yeah. Oh, when you're walking around like any of the casinos, really, I had a hard time finding a blackjack table that wasn't $25. Yeah, minimum. You got to like 9am is when you find them. Yeah. Which I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> I went to top golf by myself. Yeah, that was did. fun. Um, I, ju- I just went to like the bottom level. I just wanted to hit balls. So that was good. And then, uh, it's an expensive driving range session then. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, yeah, it kind of was. Um, it ended up being, but I, again, I went like early in the day Sunday, so it actually wasn't too, too bad. And then I flew Southwest to Arizona to meet up with my girlfriend. And, yeah. um, I didn't know like, just due east. Yeah. I didn't know Southwest wasn't assigned seating. It's just, Oh yeah. It's festival seating, buddy. Yeah. So I get on the plane yeah. and I see on my ticket, it's, it says like C 59 or Oof. whatever. Yeah. So I get on and I'm thinking, okay, I got to find area C on this plane and I'm seat 59 in no. area C. No. So as I'm walking, I'm like, this makes not a fucking lick of sense to me. Um, I'd had a few beverages. So I'm like, this is really fucked up. Where do I sit? So I get all the way to the back of the plane and there's a stewardess and she was like, it's Southwest. You sit wherever you want. And then I looked to my right and I already made eye contact with an individual who was sitting there. And I was like, now I got to sit here. And I sit down and this person was eating Greek food on the plane and like stinky, stinky Greek food. So my like 45 minute <laughs> flight, which turned into like an hour and five minutes because we were delayed for 20 minutes on the tarmac was next to this person who was just annihilating Greek food. Do you offer you any of that? No. And it just smelled terrible. Even through my mask, I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) And then the person next to them on the window wouldn't stop singing. Like they were playing music before you go up. And then when you're down back on the tarmac and this person was like singing along to all the songs. And I was like, this is hell. This is just terrible. You need to know, like 
It's funny. <laughs> Their strategy to Southwest. And I would have been with you though. I had no idea, but you're, you're flying solo. So yeah. it's tough. Like you always try to, you know, get two seats up close if you're with someone and then leave the middle seat open to really make someone feel bad if they sit in between you Mm -hmm. and realize there's a whole lot more plane behind you uh, to go find a seat in. But if they're full, then you're going to get someone that shoots their shot and sits right in between you. And he (laughs) knows it's weird and you know, it's weird. Therefore you have a very awkward flight together. It's like that middle urinal situation, you know? Yeah, that's fair. And I think that's it for my trip recap. I don't think there is much else. I had a good time in Arizona. Drink a lot of American flavored seltzers. <laughs> well, speaking of trips, we launched the trip to Nashville, April 12th to 16th with our friends, New West Travel. Woo! Check it out. We will keep posting the link where everything goes through New West because they know what they're doing. Leave it What's, to the post. How many, we, how many people can we bring? Uh, we can bring at the moment, we can bring up to 45 Ooh, people. That's a tight trip. So we've got, we've got, we've got room to take more if we can, if, but we're going to work on that. If we can, if we can get some more seats available, we will open it up. But, uh, we launched on Friday, I think, and yep. nice. things are moving. We've got some, our sponsors are all getting involved. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be good. It's good to promote a trip again. It's been a minute. Feels and Nashville's good. a hoot and they have all the flavors of, of, of seltzer. All you the can seltzer you want. And you go to the other bars and they'll have their own homemade fireball. Oh, that's that's dangerous. It's dangerous because uh, it's like 175 proof or something. It's, I can't wait to show you some of these seltzers bag melts. I can't wait to see them, pal. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Especially if if we roommate 2.0 on this one. Well, speaking about y'all, yeah, it's Valentine's Day. You two are a lovely traveling couple. Mm-hmm. Happy Valentine's. We're Day. drinking only red wine, pal. Oh yeah. Okay, so that's the other part of this. Vegas thing I left out. It was red wine and oysters, obviously. Oh, yes. And first off, I'm still not forgiving whoever leaked that to Frank because he made Gregor listen and watch it today before we recorded the rundown. And Gregor now thinks way less of me as an individual. Um, oh, God. I can tell you some compromising stories of Gregor. It's okay. Um, so, our last night there, Frank texted Scott and was like, Hey, I want you guys to go out as a team for dinner and like on me kind of thing. Okay. Very nice of Frank. So we went to a steakhouse and uh, Burnside and McKenna, big seafood guys. Me, not a big seafood guy. Don't eat a lot of seafood. I ate more seafood in that sitting than I ever have in my entire life. And like, did it make an appearance later? No, it did not. Did it liberate itself? And that's why I wanted to get it out because I <laughs> ate it and I did not throw up all over the place. But I also, to be fair, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody drink red wine like you were. You were shacking them back <laughs> like it was a fucking Bud Light. I got to sip the wine. <laughs> I will just probably you have to enjoy. You have to enjoy its time in your mouth and savor it. I would watch a half glass of wine just disappear in <laughs> seconds. Oh, fuck. <laughs> not, not a great look for me. <laughs> I thought it was a good look. That's oh, fine. It was fine. Yeah. We're not, happens to the best of us. Yeah, it does. It does. Should First time I ever got really wine drunk, I was drinking it out of Mason jars and I also was guzzling it like it was a Bud Light. I feel you, pal. Happens the best. Everyone's got to learn that lesson. Yeah. yeah, there's only one way to learn it as well. I like the I hard became way. a man. You really did. Mm-hmm. And you're developing a palate for seafood, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I actually did somewhat enjoy it, and actually, it's so like I didn't. I, what were you having? Like shrimp? So I they imagine? brought out like the shrimp app or the seafood appetizer platters. Mm-hmm. Like there was some shrimp. There was some nice garlic butter, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, no garlic butter. What? Um, Sacrilege. Mm-hmm. I know. 
But they had like the normal kind of cocktail sauce or whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. a cocktail yeah. sauce guy. I like it actually. Yeah. You would. And then they had like some crab and lobster out with it too. Oh, fantastic. And that was good. Um, I never eat it. And then when we went to order, McKenna was like, Hey guys, what if instead of getting our own meals, we just all got like a, we did it family style where we just ordered three big things. Yeah. So we ended up doing that and they got like a, I think it was, it was something sea bass. I want to say Chilean sea bass, yes, but also known as toothfish. I, don't, I think we talked about this in the podcast. Did we so. not? Yeah. Yep. That's the, uh, the sexy marketing name for toothfish is Chilean sea bass. What's toothfish? Chilean sea bass. Okay. Google toothfish. That. That's what you ate. Oh God. Do I want to Google this? Well, first of all, your Wi-Fi is probably not working. Yeah, you can't Google it anyway. Tooth fish. The most I important part is, did you enjoy it? Whoa, really? This is what I ate? That is what you ate. That's, they are slightly upsetting to me. Yeah, well. Why? Did you enjoy it, though? It was okay. And then we got a big steak, which I did enjoy, because you know me, I'm a me. And then, like, I was eating it, enjoying it, whatever. And then at one McKenna looked at me and goes, you're more of a meat and potatoes guy, hey? And I was like, <laughs> ah, Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I wish I would have been down on a seafood feast like that. I love it. Seafood tower. Gotta yeah. do it. Any mussels in there? Did you uh, go back to the well? No, no mussels. There were, but I didn't touch them. <sighs> How dare oh, you? Yeah. It wasn't I'm the sorry. mussels that made you vomit, I can assure you. I had you. a good time laughing the other day, too, and I was thinking about us in Jasper, where instead of dipping the bread in the delicious sauce that they had as... Tyler was just eating it dry and his yeah, mouth was all man. dry. Uh, so yeah, fucking funny. He's complaining about how dry his mouth is. <laughs> like, dude. And then he's just guzzling wine to yeah. try to fight it. Yeah, it was a perfect storm. <laughs> Happens. It does happen. Yep. Well, uh, dare we? Dare we talk about hockey? Before we do that, let's give some love to our friends at Twig and Berries. Promo code Nation15 saves you 50% off. Twigandberries.ca. Up your wardrobe before the spring. They got great winter stuff, but there's spring stuff. It screams camping and sitting around a fire. And it is Valentine's Day. Yes. Pop your nut sacks on. Yeah. Present. Do, yeah. Send, send the jewels of of, a Valentine gift. Yep. Yep. Of nut sacks. Good stuff. Nation 15. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of red wine, real quick. I did my Valentine's Day because there's no other game tonight. I did it on Saturday. Smart. Went out for dinner. I spent way too much money on red wine. It's yeah, it's because it, what I did, did was not give it away. I asked, I just asked for a rec. I didn't look, I don't yeah. know enough about wine. Well, you That's know the where problem. they're taking you the minute you ask for the rec, yeah, they're taking you top shelf. <laughs> yeah, it was an expensive couple of glasses of wine. That's for sure. But Sometimes did you, you enjoy it? Oh, it was great. It uh, went pa- paired perfectly with my meal. Yeah, that's nice. Fresh would, pasta. When you get a nice wine pairing, like it, 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 it really does enhance the meal. It was excellent. Like you just every bite with a little sip of wine. How they just compliment. I was each other. this close though. He's like, "Do you want the whole bottle?" Oh, and I was gonna do it, and I was like, "You know what? No, I'm not gonna do it." And I'm glad I didn't. Oh, how much would it have been? I uh, would have missed a mortgage payment. Uh, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> it gets crazy, man. Yeah. It's a, but it's I a think though we had, I've been thinking about red wine since we were in Jasper. I think that's <laughs> going to be like a thing now that I want to do. Yeah. It's good. I just, I just bought myself actually a wine rack for my house. I'm going to start exploring. Yeah. Like, so like there's, there's certain wines I like, and if I see them on sale, I'll just buy a bottle randomly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd, I'd like to get to that point. Yeah, I'd I, like to be that guy right I, now. I'm not that guy. I've got, uh, so me and my neighbor, uh, we like to once a month get together and try a new donair shop or a local donair shop and pair it with a type of red wine and then talk about it. Delicious. Good plan. It's while well, you're crushing so a donair. Pairing, but well, is it though? Have I you tried know, it? Yes. No, I haven't. I've like, barely tried either of the two. Well, <laughs> 
Red wine pairs nice with red with red meat. Sure, sure. Ah, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's good. Uh, okay, let's talk hockey. Uh, Tyler Toffoli is going to the Calgary Flames. Boo. Oh, God. I don't like this. It drives me nuts that Calgary's getting better. And Vegas is getting Eichel this week, too. Like, what the fuck? Although, Mark Stone going on LTIR to shady. clear the space. Like, this is so shady. That's what I'm saying. Why can't Miko just go on LTIR? Especially because Mark Stone, like, went out with that back injury and then came back for now, like a month like, and then is like, oh, actually now I need the surgery. Not a month ago. Oh, is he getting surgery? Or whatever it is. Whatever oh. it is. I'm sorry. I don't know. What like, okay. Yes, it's shady, and I question the shit out of it. But back injuries are also a nagging yep. mf'er. But uh, I won't. So I, will, I will side with the conspiracy first on this one, hundred percent. So I just well, even so, I've been helping out at Daily Faceoff a little bit lately, and just a little. <laughs> Chris Gear wrote a really interesting article at Daily Faceoff about. I I, I like. I like his angle I do on too. things. Yeah. I do too. Cause he talked about how it's time to revisit this LTIR loophole that everybody seems yeah, to be yeah. working with right now. If you haven't read it, check out dailyfaceoff.com. Yeah. Extend it through the playoffs. Stuff. It makes, yeah. Anyways. Yes. Yeah. It really does. Like, why do you have to be cap compliant all year, but then not in the playoffs? It's just odd. Like I just, whatever. Um, unless Clef bomb comes back, then keep oh, it the way it baby. is. Yeah. Or unless Miko Koskinen develops a skin allergy, then keep it the way it is. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so this drives, this is what drives me nuts. So, okay. The flames got Tyler to that in itself sucks. Cause Tyler to is serviceable and he's got yep. term on his contract yep. and he's just gonna, you know, add more grit and depth to that team that unfortunately is not bad. And when he was on the Canucks cup, like even post trade deadline, he was, he just feasts on the Oilers. And last year in the Canadian, yeah, yeah. The all well, Canadian division. Yeah. So like in, in like proven winners, one cups. So like it drives me nuts. So here's the thing. Calgary didn't have the cap space to accommodate him joining GM figured it out. Yep. Ship some, some money out. Yep. Made some moves. Had to give up a few picks. Sure. Prospect. Yeah. Okay. But that's, that's what, you know, going for it is like getting creative. And the thing is with us, like, yeah, he's, you know, we're practicing patience, but you know, you know, who doesn't have patience is, is Leon and Connor. Cause it's just math in the sense of <laughs> and me. their contract and all of us, we're all pissed. <laughs> yeah. So like it's doable. So I hope, hopefully Ken's got some, some maneuvers like that. He's well, cause we don't have a choice. You have to pull off maneuvers like that to make any kind of upgrades to our roster. So like, I hope, I hope Ken's taking notes or has got something like that in his own on the go, because it is driving me nuts that we just let the flames get better. Just once I'd like to see a trade go through where the Oilers make something happen in a three-way deal or some kind of shifty trade. And you're just go, Whoa, where did that come from? Yeah, like get the bomb dropped on you and like, damn, like this team is better right now than they were yesterday. Um, I, I, I wonder if the Cassian LTIR thing will work out in their favor. The tough thing. For I would that, ride that out like that one, like four to eight weeks. Oh, I'm sorry. I heard eight to 10 yeah, weeks. Yeah, I heard eight to 10 weeks Okay, as well. perfect. Yeah. So just ride it out. Why not? But how many more weeks are left in the season here? So there's one, there's two, about nine weeks left. Yeah. Or, so, you know, he's, eight so it nine. takes him right to the end. And then you've also got the two to four weeks of uh, Duncan Keith out as well. So there's a little yeah. bit of wiggle room to make something happen. And, and the Miko LTIR that's in, it's pending. Yeah. It's yeah, impending, yeah, yeah. I He's say. got a uh, soft tissue damage, <laughs> allegedly in my opinion, that yeah. is going to require him to miss the Tough to diagnose, <laughs> but man, is it causing issues? Yeah. He can't even stand the poor guy. Yeah. It's just, they're so tight to the cap and you're right. Like it is frustrating to see the flames. You know, it, it was just, they had a bit of cap space anyway. So like, like the, one point something and but, Foley's four and a half pit like out 
Toffoli and was a wash, right? Yeah, or yeah. It but they moved some, yeah, but they moved some contract out. Right. So like, it's clearly doable. You've got a team that's rebuilding. So like, why? Like the only difference would be that Pitlick is movable. Cause he's, you know, pending UFA bottom six guy, whatever the Oilers overpaid players aren't movable. Barry's not Koskinen's movable. He's UFA. Four and a half, though, is different than 1.175 or whatever. But it's you know? a pack. Well, they, it's, it's yeah. a package. What yeah, else yeah. are you throwing yeah. in? Yeah. yeah, and that's fair. Got to uh, get something done. So, like, that's what, like, the, like and, and, and they've got someone under contract. This isn't a, this isn't a pure rental either. So, yeah, like, that's a good we point. Need to, we need to look at it that way, too. Like, we are not in the market for rentals. That, I will mm. admit. Mm. We can't afford it. But, like, there's players out there mm. with some term we can pick up. Mm-hmm. I think the Oilers can be in the market for a rental. Maybe if we made some other moves. Yeah. I think so. Um, Rental where though, Tyler? Like D? On the blue line, yeah. And something better than Kulikov. Well, you're not. Oh, fuck. I bet you wish you had Kulikov right now. Yeah, that's fair. But like, what's Nick Letty costing? You know, that's a guy who's been to on four runs to the conference finals or deeper in his career. He's out in Detroit, pending UFA. Holland loves trading with Detroit. Well, fuck, Eisenman owes us a favor. Yes, he does. I know he probably won't. Pay it back, no, but no, he owes he a favor. He will not. Um, that's that's a guy I'd have time for is, you know, again, a veteran player in this lineup. But we we're talking on the pregame show. If Nima Linen continues to impress. I like the way he's feisty. He is. Yeah. You know, but he should be like, he should be our seventh defenseman just should, for now. Yeah. We shouldn't be forcing yeah, him up no, the lineup. No, no. But like, yes, I love, I love him in our lineup right now. And I would say play him as much as you can because he's a threat. But what do you think about Woodcroft's the second game in a row? He's going 11-7. I don't mind it. I think, you know, defense is a weak spot. On some nights, certain guys might be going and they might not. And the reason I like it as well is because it didn't result in game one, at least in McDavid and Drysaddle playing 26, 27 minutes. He the, really did a good job of spreading those minutes out. He spread yeah. them out. So you can go 11 and seven when you trust enough guys and you have a deep enough roster up front, which I honestly think they do. They have a if deep, we're running the three yeah. centers like that and we can make it work. Yes. But like, and then will. if it cuts down on one or two fatigue driven mistakes from young blue liners or Tyson Berry, then <laughs> well, then right. Like I, I think that's a correct take. Yeah, I know. And the rotate, like, and, and I, I just don't, I don't know where Broberg's at in his development either. So this just protects that as well. One big thing that was coming out on the B cast on Friday night, obviously big win. Everybody was excited is just how fucking positive Jay Woodcroft is when he speaks. Yes. I love it. Adds a different tone. And Nugent Bowman in the athletic wrote something as well about how that's a characteristic that a lot of people rave about when it comes to Woodcroft is he's very upbeat and positive. I also loved seeing him work the bench the way he did. Yeah. Like, Tippett tend tended to just stand there and kind of like do his thing, but Woodcroft was up and down, checking in with guys, communicating. I like it. Uh, so he's a new era coach. Yeah. yeah okay. That's good. Yeah, I, 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 I hope, I hope this helps. Like, obviously it's not the, like I said, there's like probably 10 things we need to do and 10 might be aggressive, but like, and this is just one of them. Yeah. So hopefully it takes like, obviously mm-hmm. dead cat pounds bounce win over the Islanders. Great. Thank you, Smitty for the hell of a, Hell of a performance. Hell of a performance. Um, This question was asked a few kind of times in the mailbag over to nation.com. What, what end of the season brings Woodcroft back? Just making the playoffs is Woodcroft your coach? No, we got to be like, we, we should have made the playoffs regardless of who our coach is. So I think minor success. So like a playoff round win. If you get through the first round now, that's going to be tough. Like let's, let's now unpack our division because Vegas just got Dykel. Their yep. first Vegas's first line center now just got pushed to the third line. That's, That's what insane. Eichel does. 
So that puts Vegas in a good spot. So Vegas is going to be tough to catch up to, but fucking Calgary is doing a really good job of doing it. So you have to think Calgary's got the goalie, right? They've got the goal. Yeah. Cause he's got what? Like he's got double the amount of shutouts of anybody else. Something like that. (laughs) Fuck. I actually think Calgary's fake news a little bit. I I really hope so. I don't know if they're, Oh, well, the guy could brand. uh, Yeah. I just think that goalie, like when you got a goalie that's doubling the league in shutouts, like that covers up a lot. Especially he got the first five of them in like the first 13 games of the year or whatever yeah, it was. Like, it was something stupid I mean, like that. Say banked him early. But like he can do that in a playoff series is what I'm saying. That's why Markstrom's a little scary to me. But yeah, you look so, at the Flames, they still have two second round picks this year. They, I don't think they're done. I they're think not they're going, done. They're I going they're, for it. They're going to D-bend. They're sneaky. They're sneaky likes good. To swing. They're sneaky good. Yep. And they've got They've got grits and they've got, they're fixing out their talent situation, their scoring situation. They've got the goalie. It just pains me. They're they're doing this right before our eyes. Yep. Yep. Which is driving me nuts. It's also driving me nuts when they do something good and Ryan Pike texts me, hey, did you see what happened? uh, Stop it. Stop. He texted, he texted me after they fired uh, Tippett and was like, that's not going to fix it. And I was like, get out of here, Pike. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. Nobody wants to respect. I respect the his trolling game is is very very subtle. But it's very strong. Yeah. Um, with the Oilers, though, like the Flames, I think they are. They're going to add a D-man. They're one, two. It's, it's, it's either Cal- it's Calgary, Vegas, one, two, interchangeable. Yeah. Right I, now, I hate to say it. Right now, Calgary's in a great spot. Too. They're rolling. Um, and it would piss me off. Islanders come here. We beat them. Mm-hmm. Then the Flames go beat them. Mm-hmm. Vegas comes here. Shit kicks us. Mm-hmm. Then Calgary shells them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's just like another reason why it's so annoying that they lost to Chicago the way they did. Oh, like these was, winnable games that, was, that the Oilers have dropped throughout the year so God far. Win that so game. fucking irritating. Well, I guess it led to Tim being fired. So I guess yeah, maybe Jay, it was needed. Jay Woodcroft. I also like the the Photoshop. I assume, assume you saw it of all the Jays that are in the Oilers corner. <laughs> That's so funny. I thought it was cute. I thought, uh, yeah, I very much enjoyed that. I, uh, uh, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was nice. <laughs> you should get on right on a pod. We should. Sent. You talk about Athabasca. Oh yeah, that'd be great shit. Yeah. Um, anyways, with Shoot the Oilers, shot, ask him. Yeah. He, he's a big DFO rundown guy though. What do you mean? Like he doesn't miss an episode of it. Really? And whenever something funny happens, he's always DMing me being like, this was so funny. Hmm. Oh, perfect. Well then. So we got our tell him to come tell, on real life. Yeah. Just tell him this is the DFO rundown. <laughs> this is the show behind the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the Oilers though, like a D man, if you can get rid of Barry, then you can go get a right handed. It's not going to happen though. Like, so we then both know that. So it's a left-handed defenseman you're going to get, but you might be able to get rid of him. I just you're don't paying think, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're trading him to Seattle or Arizona or. Can we get Larson back. <laughs> Fuck one. <laughs> Imagine Nima Linen and Larson. I don't know. They both is, is Nima Linen lefty or lefty? Yeah, that'd be a yeah, lefty oh, righty. That'd be bruisers. A great pair. They were just the Bash brothers. Yep. Yeah, I don't think you're getting Larson back here. No, Anyways, I don't think so. Um, so you're probably looking at a left-handed defenseman and then a goalie. Do the Oilers, in your opinion, have space to add another forward or does that just no, not? No, we need to. I think like space meaning like, is there a spot or? Yeah. do you think yes. it makes sense? Yeah, we're, we're still not deep enough. Really? Yeah. Hyman, McDavid, Pugliarvi, Kane, Drysaddle, Yamamoto. Yeah, Pugliarvi is the issue on that line. On that top line? Yeah. Why would you say he's an issue? That's the spot you want to fill. You want to push him down. So then you want to push him down to run Kane, Drysaddle, Pugliarvi, and then have new Giamamoto, Fogel, and then you would have McLeod, Benson, Derek Ryan, maybe Dylan Holloway one day. Oh, that's 
Uh, it'd be interesting to see what Hall- Holloway's left wing, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. a left winger, but you yeah. can flip Vogel. Yeah, so I, I feel like I feel like we got to push Pulear, and it's not. I love the Bison King, but if we're building a deep team, he can't be our first line right winger. Really? I'm hoping that that goal yeah. from the other night kind of like gets, gets the juices going. Yeah, of course, better. and that's fine. But like, that's I, I just like that to me. That's a gaping hole. Stuff. But I think the yeah. point you're getting at is you can't we're, have your first line winger on a 14 game drought. Yeah, okay. like we need, like it's, yeah, like he can't. He's learning. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's okay. Learn on the second or third line. Yep. That's fair. Oh, that's fair. And the way, and, and now that our third line isn't like our third line isn't anything that's Nuge is your center. Like, yeah, that's offensive. <laughs> yeah, just, I, I, I'm not sold on getting another forward. I think the forward group as it's built now with everyone healthy is good enough. And there's a couple of extra pieces. What are some of the names out there in the free agency market? Like pending UFAs, just yeah. Who's who's in the talk? Who's what's who's Frank talking about? Which is on, who's on the yeah, so icebreakers? The names that get brought up as sort of and Frank and Gregor had a very long conversation on the podcast about this. The Coleman Goudreau type, right? When yeah. when they acquired those guys, it was almost unanimous. Holy shit, Tampa Bay paid a lot. But they got each of those guys for two years and won two cups. And now that is the prototype deal of what it'll look like. Brandon Hagel, Mournville boy, plays for the Hawks. Yeah. Frank was saying the Hawks have had multiple offers. I think he said multiple offers, but he definitely said at least one. Teams are offering the Hawks a first rounder and a prospect for Brandon Hagel. Oh, man, that's that's rich. Teams will. He also said teams that will probably be the price for Arturi Lekkanen. Yikes. Lawson Krause, probably the same boat, although Frank didn't mention him by name. That's the market for forwards right now. Even look at Toffoli, right? Because these guys all have control. Uh, so the Toffoli deal cements that. If you want one of these good second, third line wingers who's going to play hard, play the right way in the playoffs, like Goudreau and Coleman do, you have to be prepared to part with a first and a I'm prospect. Fine. I would so, do like Lawson Krausen in that situation. But he's not fast enough, but I do like his toughness. Go. So if like, would you give up the first and Raphael Lavoie for Arturi Lekkanen? Or haggle. The first is crazy. It's insane. If I'm spending a first, I think it has to go on defense. So whereas we have two firsts to spend this year, next year, you do. Um, But if you're going to give up the first, in my opinion, you can get a goalie without giving up the first in all likelihood. Go look at what goalies go for. It's usually not that much. So your second and a prospect can go for a goalie probably. Mm -hmm. I think you're better off using that first to get a D man because I think that D man Again, a first alone is not getting you a bonafide top six winger. It's getting you a good middle six winger. And the difference there is that it's not a guy who can bump Pugliarvi down, right? I think if you can push yeah. somebody back on defense, that'd be better. Bingo. I think I think the ripple effect. We need to be tougher up front. Yeah. The ripple. Uh, yeah, yeah, we do. We do. But you're hoping the playoffs brings... A little bit more toughness out of Hyman, a little bit more toughness out of Kane. Lord knows about Zach Cassian. I do like seeing like against when was that? On, I guess New York. Everybody in the pile. Yep, that was I great. Did we like haven't that. seen that in a long yeah. time. Yeah, I'm hoping we see. Wasn't more it Paggio? I, I swear his life flashed before his eyes when he saw Kane rushing into the pile. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, but I just think that first round pick, if you're using it on a D man, it has a greater effect on your team's ability to win playoff games. I think they have enough scoring. I think the Kane addition gives them a little bit more jam up front. 
I just think a D-man who's also tough as nails, because I do agree they could use a little bit more of that, but a D-man who's tough as nails and can give you solid PK minutes. That's not Letty. Yeah, that's not Letty. uh, He's a vet, though. Like, he's at least been in those those playoffs here. Like, he knows what it takes to win a little bit. He has some element of intangibles. But, like, if you're giving me... If you say the Oilers can dangle their first and can get either Sherratt or Lekkanen from Montreal, which one are you taking? I'm taking Sherratt. And six million for how long? Oh no, sorry, the, no, the, the UFA. UFA. he's UFA. Yeah, so oh, you, you no. can't trade your first for UFA. No, no, no. Ken Allen already said he's not term. doing that. He's a little bit term. Well, Ken's got to get used to train first because one hundred percent he does. Happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. And Sherrod's hurt right now. You created the situation. I know. I wrote the injury report. Dailyfaceoff.com. Thank you. <laughs> you have like twelve <laughs> jobs right now. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. That's uh, good times. That's why, I that's why I'm drinking so much wine. red wine. Yeah. That's why you load up in the wine. Pending RFA demon sorted by, we'll, we'll sort them by time on ice per game. Cause I don't even think there are like, again, RFA demon just don't really get moved. We have to make a trade at that point. I know but I'm saying. Like, okay. So Mario Ferraro, he's probably not going anywhere. That name's fun to say though. It yeah. is. Uh, he's going to be playing top pairing tonight for San Jose. Lamborghini Polini and Ferrari Ferraro. Yeah, everybody loves it. Everybody's having a great time with that. Noah Dobson in Long Island is not going anywhere. He doesn't. What you're looking at, though, um, what you're looking at it, what do you expect from Kane's first game back in San Jose? Scrap. Yeah. You think he's scrapping? Because I bet on him to score tonight. Yeah, yeah he's scoring. Yeah. I think a scrap. I only scrap. had him at plus 165 to score, and it's upsetting to me. Uh, it's gross. The money's been moving on him. Yep. Oh, man. I'm very like, again, the idea of getting a left-handed defenseman who's tough and who has years of control, Carson Susie in Seattle. Yeah. Is Seattle's he, open for business. Yeah. He's got a year left at 2.75 mil. So after this. Yeah. Yeah. So like, would they do the first and Barry for Susie? Would you do that? Would I do that? Yeah. Would you, if do that? I'm say Seattle, and if you're Ken Holland, would you do that? First, oh, all day. First and Barry for Susie? hundred percent. Why wouldn't you? It gets rid of a contract. Yeah. One that's looking to be, unfortunately, years. like an anchor. Susie's only 27 too. So that yeah. Kind of works well. Yeah. First and Susie for that. And then, it, yeah. And he's a big boy too, Susie. Yeah. And he's from Irma, Alberta. Is he from Irma? Well, I think he's from Viking and played in Irma or, or from Irma and played in Viking. Okay. Either um, way. So that's, that's certainly an option. Um, he very well could be out there. Um, it's funny that traded lines, like still nine years away, five yeah. weeks to the day. Yeah. By the way, check out dailyfaceoff.com. We are going to have a page set up just for the trade deadline. Get all your info. I'm trying to figure out how I want to handle trade deadline from a content perspective. What do you mean? I love the idea of going live for like six hours. Yeah. I have a call with Frank about it. Yeah, this. Cause Frank's got options. He's got options. He's got options. And we also pitched some ideas to him a couple of weeks ago. So the option is like, do we, do we run the hybrid or we do, do we go all in? That's the behind the scenes. I combo. love the idea of being right here where you guys are sitting in the podcast studio with Liam sitting where I am at 8am and just being like, let's go. And you're just going to fill the air for eight hours. Who are you going to yeah. talk to? Get McKenna on, get you on to talk Oilers with no face. I'll just walk in randomly just to yeah, yeah. yell. I mean, um, get I Burnside think, on, get whatever. I think we should be open to a lot of different ideas. And maybe it's not 8 a.m. That's maybe a stretch because nothing happens in those first little bit. at all. But like maybe, maybe I go live from in 10 to 1 for like three yeah, hours. Maybe I go live 10 to 1 and I get McKenna to stop. Yeah, I think it'd be better chat. if it was right at the bell. Like when you're live at the bell. 
You know what I mean? Because there's it, also the, yeah, the there's hours trim. leading up to. Yeah. So maybe it's 11 to two. Yeah. And then after that, maybe I go live with like an Oilers specific recap show of the deadline. I've been thinking about this for a while, but if, yeah. And, and Frank's obviously a big part of it too, if he's free. Yeah. We need to, yeah. He, he's free if we want him to be free. Yeah. Yeah. Question is, do we want him to be free? That is the question. It's a powerful question. It's a very yeah. powerful question. Uh, just cruising along here. Um, I haven't done this in a while, so I forget the ad rates. Usually I can do this whole thing without having to pull up the ad rates at all. Um, DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, Bing Ding dong. dong. Bing Dong. Promo code Real Life DD gets new users of the app, 25% off, no delivery fees on their first order. While I was gone, my parents had a little date night that involved Oodle Noodle and oh, an nice. Oilers game. Oh, wow. They tried the new combo. one in, in St. Albert right by uh, their house. On the way to the game? Uh, before the game. So they went and got it because that Oodle Noodle is like a two minute drive from their place. Yeah. So they went and got it. What did they have? Uh, my mom, I think, had the Kung Pao, which is a recommendation of my yes. girlfriend's, which is why she got it. She yeah, yeah no, one of our top sellers. Yeah, 100%. But what did your dad have? Uh, I didn't ask him what he had. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fair, he didn't tell me this happened. My mom did. Fair, 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 um, fair. My only real communication with uh, my dad while I was gone, I sent him a video of me asking Bettman the question, and then he responded very nice. Oh, that's nice. just funny. Um, and then at one point my mom texted me and was like, can you FaceTime me? Cause we talked in a few days. She wanted to see how my trip was going. So I FaceTimed my mom and my dad picked up and he, you know how like older people kind of answer the phone funny, right? <laughs> and he picked up and I was like, Oh, mom wanted me to call. And he was like, well, I'll talk to you. I was like, okay. <laughs> or something like that. And it was nice. It was nice to chat with my dad. <laughs> so that's your update on me and my dad and my family. There you yeah, go. no, everyone yeah. wants to know. Yep. Shit. I got a call in three minutes. All right. Well then uh, shout out to DoorDash and Oodle Noodle. Why not make that your own date night, Valentine's Day? Last year for Valentine's, my girlfriend and I did Oodle Noodle. Get a heart-shaped kung, kung pao. Is that a thing? Sure. You dump it on yeah, the yeah. plate and make you a heart make it whatever shape you want. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Very easy. Delicious. It's a delicious heart. Didn't buy, fl- didn't buy flowers? Spring rolls. Substitute. I did not buy flowers yet. Yikes. I didn't buy anything. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I'm actually bad, but we decided. Yeah, no, we got. Yeah, I don't, we, we don't really do that. Um, but well, I'm I'll sure be we'll the do. one on the podcast. Say I did a little something. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm a nice boy. Yep. Gentleman over here. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I think we we covered a lot of bases here. This was a lot of me talking. So for yeah. the people who always say that I take Bengals and win the Super Bowl, I told everyone. Ah. Oh, halftime show. Oh, oh so good. Amazing. So good. So good. Best ever. Fitty looking thick. Yeah, <laughs> there was, I should send you one of the tweets. I saw it was funny, but uh, Fiddy looking thick. The decision to start with him upside down was like, how long was he hanging there? I saw a video on TikTok. Somebody had a camera uh, angle. It was two seconds. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. good. I like that they did that. I, I did just too. imagined him sitting there for like four minutes in like, where's my I, I thought it was interesting how many people didn't remember the, uh, in the club video. Did you uh, not? No, I didn't even know that. That's why he was upside oh, down. Oh, okay. That I didn't even know that. Old. Man. Yeah, That's funny because everyone's like, oh my God, like. I, they like, this is, this is, these are the acts from our generation. And like yep. the chronic came out 30 years ago. So yep. this is like bringing Elvis to the 92 yeah. suit or something. Like. I was always trying to think about like who was going to do what song. So when Eminem was coming up, I'm like, Oh, I wonder if he's going to do forgot about Dre or whatever like that. Or, uh, then he did lose yourself. And I'm like, when the fuck did this song come out? It's 20 years old. That That's song. 20 years old. That song. 2002. Oh, wow. 2002. Holy cow. Okay. <laughs> I, I will say I could have done no disrespect. I could have done without Mary J. Blige. Oh, I, think she was that dude. I would have liked it in a perfect world, swap her out for a little bit more Kendrick, but that's my age coming through probably. Oh, Mary J's got the voice of an angel. She does. 
I could have also done without Mary J. Blige though. I could have also done without, um, actually that's about it. Yeah. I just wanted more of everybody. I, that yeah, super, that, that could have, been show could have gone for an hour. Yeah. yeah. We're in our buddy's basement and he had a good sound system and I was just locked in during the whole time. Like yeah. didn't even, I don't even think I blinked. It was great. I was, yeah. I was all in on it too. It was awesome. I thought it was funny that the NFL allegedly told Eminem not to kneel during his and performance and expected him to listen. Ah, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you, whatever. Yeah. and apparently I also saw a rumor on Twitter that they told Dre not to say some, uh, not to line. say anything about the police. Yeah. And he did anyways. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, that's good. I also imagine a scenario where like they were rehearsing and like they were leaving that stuff out. Of and course. The NFL was like, of great, course, great stuff. <laughs> also, I came home from my trip and I have a flat tire. I couldn't drive my, I went to go drive my car and I was like, fuck, what the hell? <laughs> we were having troubles with that tire on the drive back from Jasper though. So Tyler on the way back, he's like, I need some air in my tire, but he doesn't have an air gauge. Oh, so he's got the digital one inside the car. So he would fill it, run back around, check the air gauge. He overinflated, run back around, let some out. And this process took a lot longer than it should have. Yeah, I did not even take that long. That was good. All right, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Shout out to our friends at the HGA group, as well as uh, Tradeslink, Twig and Berries, and DoorDash Oodle Noodle. We love them all very much. And I'm happy to be back. We'll do this again on Thursday. Go Oilers. Let's hope they get on run. Big Four week. 4-2 win. Big week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.